I'm Dr. V. And I'm Dr. A. Two doctors on a mission to answer your burning questions about burning sensations and all things science. This is What the Woo. So you just got back from vacation, huh? I did. We went, we took the kids to London for I'm spring so break. jealous. Yeah, it, it was really interesting because we were staying in um, Notting Hill, which is kind of like this posh Beverly Hillsy sort of place. The rich people are yeah, there. Yeah, all the rich mm-hmm. people. And so I was walking around, like looking at all the stores and the, um, the places that I couldn't afford. And I, I, I don't, did I send you a picture? They had a goop storefront. Yes, you did send me a picture. <laughs> and I believe my response was, please, please, please go inside and take pictures. No, I was scared <laughs> to because I, I walked by and I started like slowing down my pace. Right. And so I looked inside the window and it was It was one of those super fancy places where it was bare except for like one shirt hanging in the center. You know, it's like a thousand dollar shirt or something. And these impossibly thin women just kind of looking at the wall. I just needed to know, like, is that where they stock their jade eggs? Probably. I I was just, you know, I was torn because the other problem is I had just gone to um, a cupcake bakery, the Hummingbird Bakery, and I, I thought that they would smell the chocolate on my breath and be like, be gone. <laughs> we are not your people. You smell like frosting and vaccines. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, God. So, so the trip the trip was great, um, except my, my daughter got a little cough. You know how you get that mm-hmm. whenever you're traveling. And then I come back to a letter from her school saying, hey... By the way, we have pertussis at the school. We had a case, just so you know. Oh, damn like, it. Are you Are you kidding? Because in theory, I mean, they all should have been vaccinated. Yeah, whooping cough. Like, yeah. At a high school. This is right. not like a, a bunch of, um, of little kids. And so it just, here we go again. You right. know, and honestly. One more thing. I'm surprised it hasn't happened earlier, you know. But we're just kind of, we're in Southern California and, you know, one of those areas where there's, somebody's going to do something stupid. And so here we are, home to roost. I have multiple people at that school, you know, that they have younger brothers and sisters who have various health concerns. So, yeah, it's <sighs> it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean... So I get those emails from the county public health department and I got an email last week while you were out of town that was saying that we had one of our first um, infant deaths locally Ugh. from pertussis. And then I don't know if you notice, but uh, two L.A. universities are in quarantine right now. Hundreds of students in quarantine for measles. Yeah, and, and, and people, it's like it's coming home to roost. Yeah. This was eradicated. So far, we're in April, and we have 700, I think, or just under 700, I think. I mean, it's horrifically contagious. Yeah. And, and I don't remember, I was, I read a stat um, this morning, and I don't remember if it was for every infected person, like, they could potentially expose 90 people, or 90% of the people they were exposed to who weren't vaccinated were going to get sick. I think it might have been the latter, but it's just, it's something that if you haven't been vaccinated and you get exposed, it's over 90% likelihood that you will get measles. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy to me that here. And I think we spoke about this on the last podcast, but here we are like victims of our own success that we are, we are so clueless. And yet even in the midst of all of this, California 
the, the People's Republic of California, the one who's trying to like, oh, control everyone's lives. So they have a bill, and this just happened this week. I don't know if you saw it on the news, but um, it was a doctor who's also a state legislator, and he's trying to get a bill passed that said, okay, if you want to get a medical exemption, you can't just get it from your doctor. Like this has to be signed off by a state public health official because he's figuring out, oh, we all know, if your doctor is like, stop the BS, I'm not going to do that for you, then you just find someone else. Right, right. There's always someone you can buy off to sign your vaccine exemption. I think it's a good idea that we're having someone from public health department who doesn't know you personally, who doesn't need to worry about satisfaction scores for their patients. That is like, do you really have an exemption for this vaccine or not? Um, You know, I, I was on next door for your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Right. And this was a couple months ago. Someone posted. And of course they're like, I don't want to get into a debate, but... I'm about to say something really... (laughs) Inflammatory, of course. (laughs) But, you know, I'm wondering if anyone can refer me to a doctor to get a vaccine exemption for my kid for school. And I was like, oh, huh, that's interesting. (laughs) What does your primary care doctor say about this? Exactly. And so that was my response. I literally responded, oh, you should be able to just go to your primary care doctor. If you have a true vaccine reaction that would require an exemption, your primary care doctor can take care of that for you. Like, clearly, you've had you had anaphylaxis Mm -hmm. with a previous vaccine. You went (laughs) cross-eyed. You went cross-eyed. Right. Um, Yeah. And um, so obviously there were lots of other responses that maybe weren't as pragmatic as mine. (laughs) And then, of course, fast forward, she's like not responding, not responding. Three days later, she posts something that's like, I'm so disappointed with the judgment people are giving, which, by the way, I, I didn't judge. I just said, go to your doc if you have a legit, you know, issue. Well, and then she took down the post. And, you know, we've had this discussion. I am not a confrontational person, just like in general. And so I'm not a person who likes to start debates either. But you can't say, I don't want to start a debate and then say something that's highly debatable yes. and not expect that people are going to respond to it. And as much as I don't like fighting with people, if it's something like this, I'm going to have to respond. If you say yes. something stupid and harmful, like you you need to have somebody. And I think we've kind of caused ourselves a lot of harm by saying, OK, whatever. Well, I'm just going to let you have your ideas. And, and everyone has it. an opinion. Yeah, legitimize and they're all valued. These. Like, no, I'm sorry. Like, this is science. This isn't an opinion. If yeah. you're putting me or my family at risk because you have some wackadoo ideas that are not based in science, I'm not going to respect your opinion. It is not a valid opinion. Right. Yeah. No, and there there are legitimate, (sighs) educated responses, and then there's people who just don't get it, and they're not, you you can't weigh them the same. So there's precedence for this in the veterinary world as well. So rabies is, it's the only vaccine that's legally mandated because it's the only one that is, you know, zoonotic, the dog can give it to you and it'll kill you. And so you have to get vaccinated for it. And it was the same thing. Like vets are like, oh, well, whatever. Like when the person's standing right in front of you and wheedling you, it's hard to say no. And so the state public health department's like, look, you can, you can write a letter making their case and then we'll make the final decision. Now, I think I think it's perfectly reasonable, you know. I I 
I understand that people are are concerned about it. They feel like that this discussion is getting taken sort of out of their hands. But at the end of the day, what are the consequences? Like my understanding of this isn't your child's going to get taken away from you if you don't vaccinate. It's they can't enroll in a in public, public school. school. Right. Well, it's like you're not allowed to participate in, you know, one of the societal perks, which is free education. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that that is a perfectly reasonable stance to take that, okay, fine, we're not forcing you to get the vaccine, but there will be consequences and and you have to make that decision for yourself. Like, it's just not fair for you to put all of these other community members at risk because you refuse to understand some basic science. Right. Well, did you see that... Um New York, like, was it the mayor or something? Some uh, political figure decided to make it mandatory for vaccinations out in public. So (laughs) not in the school system. I'm sure that went over well. Yeah. I mean, dude, I get what he's doing. Like, they're a huge pocket of an outbreak right now. But, I mean, what are people going to do? Do you have to walk around with your vaccine record when you go to Target? Like, that's that's not reasonable like you're walking your dog and you have to put your vaccine record in your pocket that thing is that's a little hard to enforce and it seems like it would be a reasonable place to start at least in the public school system you know because most kids are getting funneled through there to begin with and that's probably where a lot of the exposure is taking place so yeah i i don't know like it it's making me really really frustrated that we still have all of this going on and people's response isn't, oh my God, how do we, how do we stop this epidemic? It's how dare you. Yeah. Well, you know, the the thing that killed me is I just read like a a response online that someone said about like, uh, why is everyone getting worked up about measles? I mean, it's just a rash. I was like, oh Shit, like your ignorance is shining bright if you literally think it's just a rash. It just shows to me that you've never actually seen a really gnarly disease. Like, right. And, and thank you, medical community, for that. Um, right. There, there's some pretty nasty shit that can happen out there. So, yeah, and we talked about this on our previous yeah. podcast. I mean, hello, you can die. You can get terrible encephalitis. Like, there's all sorts of terrible, terrible shit that can happen. And the rash is the least of your worries. And you know what? You probably, if you did get exposed, you probably would be the one who just gets a rash. You're not the one I care about. It's your neighbor's baby who wanted to get vaccinated and couldn't and dies because of you being stupid. So, yeah, I'm going to get mad at you. No, I'm having my own little personal freak out. I got to be honest, because as you know, but our listeners don't. I'm immunosuppressed. I am on some chemotherapy, which makes it so that my body does not have a normal immune system. Of course, I'm vaccinated. But now we've got all of these outbreaks that are getting closer to home. And I'm like, oh, I should just go get my titers checked to make sure that I'm still immune. I think I got a booster when I either entered college or med school. Great. And then I had a moment of like, shit, even if I'm not immune, I can't get a booster anymore. Yeah. MMR is a live attenuated vaccine. I can't be around people that get live vaccines at all anyways, because if by chance someone is shedding, Mm -hmm. which is very low risk, but if by chance 
I can get the disease. And I'm like, well, what do I do? Do I sit here and now require everyone that comes to my house to bring their immunization record? Yeah, you know, you're do basically I wear quarantined a mask yeah. to the grocery store. Oh my God, you're like those people at the airport. I know. Walking <laughs> around with their. I'm like the tourists that go yeah. to Disneyland with a mask they on. They don't look so silly anymore, do they? I know. No, now I'm like, okay, I kind of thought you were funny, but now this is real. I'm that person on the plane now that other people take pictures of and make fun of because I wipe everything down with antibacterial wipes. Like, I don't, I don't care. Oh, dude, it's a five minute process for me to go in the grocery store because I grab the antibacterial wipes. I won't even grab the cart until I have an antibacterial wipe in my hand. You're using sterile technique. (laughs) Yes. Oh, hold on. I got a glove up before I touch this cart. It used to be like, I just don't want to catch a cold or flu at the grocery store. And now it's like, oh, I kind of don't want measles. Right. Yeah. (laughs) No, legitimate, legitimate concern. So I, um... I, I saw actually it was my friend who posted on Facebook sort of the live scene up in Sacramento. So when they came out, the bill is still being debated, saying, "Hey, let's let's have the public health officials be the final um, arbiters of this." And hundreds of people storm the Capitol to go say that they don't want, you know, that the state to control their lives and blah blah blah. And I'm looking at them, and I'm looking at. Their likely ages, right? Mm-hmm. And and all the little kids and the adults. Do you think any of them are unvaccinated? Is no, vaccinated because it wasn't trendy back then. No, and they're all holding signs saying "Stop making our kids guinea pigs." Fuck. And I was like, wait, who's making their kids guinea pigs? That vaccine came out in what, late 60s, early 70s? We were the guinea pigs. Seriously. I was probably like five. Right. We all survived because of vaccines. Yeah. No, the vaccine came out. The vaccine was probably around five, six years old when I was born. So, I mean, if anybody was going to be getting all messed up, it's Gen X. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, it's. You know, and that's the thing that people don't understand. Not only has this vaccine been out for, well, our lifetime, and I think we're giving a lot of way away by revealing that, um, but also it was in clinical research studies prior to ever going to the public. Like, that's the thing. These things are studied a lot. It wasn't like, you know, an Ebola vaccine that was pushed to market super quick because... Which, by the way, I would also take. If um absolutely because in that endemic area. <laughs> again, I want to live. Yeah. So that's the thing is like these things have been tested and tested again and again and again. There's no experimentation happening. No, well, I mean they're except with them. Let's experiment and see what happens when I don't vaccinate my well, child. Yeah. And I was looking at I was looking at the crowding the hall, right? And they're they're mad, so they're talking, probably like spit coming out of their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm looking there like, like outbreak. Holy shit. That's like the last place I would want to be right there. I was with a huge group of hot, sweaty, unvaccinated people. Fuck no. I, I hope those legislators are immunized because we're about to find out what happens right. when they all get together. <laughs> yeah, you know, you mentioned something that really hit home when you said like they're I said they're not experimenting and you said, well, 
they personally yeah. are. And, you know, it makes me think about like the altered vaccine schedule that all of the anti-vaxxers that are, you know, the moderate anti-vaxxers mm-hmm. are doing. Right. So they're like, don't overwhelm my kids fragile immune system. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to decide that we're only giving one shot at a time and, you know, whatever weird controlling things they've decided. They're completely making their own like research project right there. And what we have found out in the few years that people have been doing that is actually they're causing more injuries. That interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. We are finding that the altered vaccination schedule schedule. Well, don't say that because then they won't do it at all. Well, I know. <laughs> Anti vaxxers don't listen to this point. The altered vaccine schedule, people have an increased risk of febrile seizures when on it. Totally makes Which sense. Which is still, but still, the overall risk is low, low, low. So if you're going to like play with these tiny little statistics and it makes you feel better to space it, like, okay, fine, do it because at least it's better than getting nothing done at all. But it is kind of ironic that that minuscule chance of adverse events is slightly less minuscule now. Well, I mean, I I can't even say that. That's where, you know, obviously I take a hard stance, right? Because it's my license on the line. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I would not say, oh, well, you know, some vaccine slowly is better than no vaccine. I mean, OK, maybe. But my thought is, like, if you're going to choose to vaccinate, And you should. You should do it the right way that has tons of research that we know is the safest possible way to vaccinate. We've done the research, people. Yep. I am. I can't get over this quote. And I I feel really bad about my response to it. But this woman, she flew all the way to Sacramento. Oh, so she's highly motivated. And to let the legislators know that because of the MMR vaccine, her two-year-old is now cross-eyed. Oh, honey, that's not the vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) When, of all the documented things... I don't think that's on the list of adverse reactions. (laughs) uh, My kid got really ugly. After the that's genetics. I'm so sorry. I would love to ask an optometrist. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a vaccine. Were they vaccinating the optic nerve? I'm not quite sure. I, I don't even know how you make those leaps, but leave it to the anti-vaxxers to make leaps that are not scientifically based, right? Don't forget to subscribe to our WooCast on iTunes, Google Play, or directly on our website at whatthewoopodcast.com. You can email us at contact at whatthewoopodcast.com or go to our website and fill out the contact form there. We'd love to hear from you. What the Woo is an educational podcast and is not a substitute for professional care and advice. Please seek appropriate medical care for any health care concerns. Opinions expressed are solely those of the doctors and not those of any sponsors or employers. Thanks for listening. See you next time on What the Woo.